0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of Sisters with Voices. I'm your host, Natisha.
1: And I'm your co-host, Kendria.
0: And we are so excited to come back and talk to you guys today. And just for those who are listening online, this episode is also available um, on YouTube. We are videoing ourselves today. It's a little weird, Mm -hmm. but you know, every once in a while, we like for you guys to see our faces and uh, see our facial expressions and things like that. Plus, we have something kind of cool to show you guys today. So.
1: All right, let's jump in.
0: Well, let me ask you, like I always do, how was your week? It was a good week. I had a
1: good week. It was relaxing and also productive. Okay. Yeah, I think I had a me week this week. So, Mm. yeah, I made sure to, to take care of the things I needed to take care of, but also to really take care of my emotional and,
0: and physical needs this week. Awesome. So yeah. Awesome. How about you? Um, it's been a good week. Okay. Very busy. Um trying to wrap up the year. This is a busy time of the year for art and getting things out, so it's just been kinda crazy. But um, oh, yeah, this is your crazy season. Yeah, gifts and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to keep up with orders and and getting things out. And sometimes I just want to sit on the sofa. I I understand. But I understand. Can't. So i um, had a lot of twelve and sixteen hour work days. Mm-hmm. So
1: just... Did you do something for yourself though? Did you relax in some way? Did you make yourself a cup of hot tea? Or I took a bath. Okay, yay, that's and good. And I haven't
0: had a bath in, like, honestly, like, maybe two years. Like, not a shower. But <laughs> 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 let, let me clarify something. I take a shower all the time. I'm talking about running bath. Yeah. I put some of the um, eucalyptus Epsom salt oh, yeah. in there. And um, I close the shower curtain, which I was in there by myself. But in my mind, it holds the heat in yeah. And I and I took a bath and good. it was cool. I was in there for like ten minutes before the dog came busting in there and opened up the shower curtain and was like, "Are you drowning, Mom? Where's your fur? <laughs> What's going on?" It's like okay, but yeah, so
1: that that's good. Cool. That's good. We we have to baths make us slow down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I love them, but I just. It's we always feel like, like we don't have time for it. Oh, I
0: got to run the water because mm-hmm. that's a chore. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, I have to sit there and not, and I, I sat there and I didn't do anything. Like I didn't, I wasn't on my phone. Good. I wasn't, I just sat there and that was hard to like not do anything. Yeah.
1: But, but your brain needs you. Yeah. You're really, you're really resetting yourself.
0: Yeah. yeah right. For sure. So, good.
1: All right. So, what came out of that bath? Were you more creative? Because we're going to be talking about something that it had to come from somewhere, Mm -hmm.
0: right? I think I just came out way more relaxed. I went in really tense, um, had a couple of soccer games, and my body was kind of aching. And the temperature changed. So, um, eczema flares up, Mm -hmm. and, you know, my. My allergies are messing up. It's not, you know, I have allergies that happen in the winter and in the summertime. Okay. So just my body was just feeling very, very fatigued. Mm-hmm. And I decided, you know, I'm just going to run a bath. Like, it'll be fine. Okay. And when I got out, I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel so good. And my the aches and pains in my body mm-hmm. kind of went away temporarily. And I slept better that night. Good. And so, yeah. Good, good. Okay. What about you? What did you do for yourself? I sat on my patio.
1: I sat on my patio. You decorated I, it. I decorated my patio for the holidays. Mm-hmm. I was in the mood. Mm-hmm. I sat on my patio. I roasted some marshmallows. I made myself a little, uh, I guess, a dessert charcuterie board, right? Um, and you didn't invite me over. My salty and sweet, you know, I didn't invite anybody over, though. Right, that was was you time. Yeah, that's why I said I really (laughs) wanted to give myself some me time. But you, you definitely have to come over and hang out on the patio. Um, And so I sat on my patio. I lit the fire in the fire pit. I lit all of my. I lit a candle out there, a Christmas cookie candle. So it not only did Mm like was there fresh, you know, air out there. I could smell the candle. and see all the pretty lights gleaming and the all the lights that I set up out there. Mm-hmm. And um, I got under a blanket and had like some. My sister has a coffee company, as you know, so I had like a, a coffee cocktail mm-hmm. and hot I, coffee. Yes, lovehotcoffee.com. <laughs> and I um I, I, honestly, I, I relax. It was just it was just nice to sit out there and just I listen to Christmas music.
0: That's what it's I did. It's too early. It's not too early. It's it not is. too early. And that's another issue that I have because it's so early, but I'm getting orders for my wreaths and I'm like, I don't want to do them because it's not even Thanksgiving, but people want them for Thanksgiving. I have to get yeah. them done. So. Yeah.
1: So, so that's what I did. I sat on my patio and, and you, enjoyed nature. you refreshed nature? and mm-hmm. yeah. felt
0: productive afterwards? hmm That's yes,
1: awesome.
0: I did. That's awesome. Did. So part, so tell me a little bit about... Your creativity, like how, when you are getting ready to do something creative, which is anything, including creating Mm training, what is your creative process?
1: Um, I have got to clean my space, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Clean, Especially if I'm in my office working, clean my desk. And I have um, have different stones on my desk. I have a sunstone on my desk I have um, I can't think of the other stone that I have on my desk but I just recently bought some pyrite which is which is also like for abundance and um, focus and things like Mm -hmm. that Um, so I have stones on my desk I might put on some meditation music and just kind of so I, I usually start my day with meditation and end my day with meditation even if it's just me sitting at my desk, closing my eyes, mm-hmm. right for for a second. But I also keep a yoga mat in my in my office, in my home office. So, um, but I my my meditation music is either two things: so phasio frequencies, where it's just like you know, mm-hmm. the kind of music you hear when you go into a spa,
0: right? Right. right. That's what I go to sleep to. Yes. <laughs> or
1: or I have a mixed uh, meditation CD, and it's nothing but India Ari, but it's different songs mm. from different albums. Okay. Okay. So that's how I kind of get myself focused. I, I do some breathing exercises and uh, I, try to,
0: I try to center and then I'm good. Now, the stones, is that new? Is that something new you started or have you always been into the stones?
1: I've, I've always had uh, turquoise. I've always, I know. Yeah. I
0: always kept a turquoise stone. Mm-hmm. Um, because it represents what? Protection. Okay. Um, I mean, I know, but you know, yeah, we're um, trying to tell the people. <laughs> so, um,
1: and so this right here is sunstone. Okay. Right. So sunstone and turquoise.
0: This, the middle one.
1: Yeah. And so one of the things that I just recently learned about sunstone physically, it, it's supposed to help with, uh, sore throats. Oh. Yeah. So whatever's in there is supposed to help with that, which is great. And I didn't even realize that. But my job is to talk a lot. Mm-hmm. To talk, 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 as you saw last week. Right. Um, and so, it's nothing, it's it's not really new, but it's something that I'm kind of getting more into. I've always had chakra bracelets and mm-hmm. things like that, that I'll put out in the, in the moonlight on the grass to recharge overnight. I've always done that. I just mm-hmm. don't really talk about it.
0: That's cool. So. I didn't know if that was a new thing. No. So when you're when you're getting ready to create, when you're getting ready to do some creative things, what are some of the things that you like? So you you have your stones. I have my
1: stones around. Mm-hmm.
0: And then what else? Like, what's your process? Um, or do you just sit down and say, okay, let it out.
1: So if I haven't already written it down, I mm-hmm. have a board, a glass board in my office where I write things down. I might map things out. Okay. Right. Um, but I like to start with with uh, with research. And a lot of times when I'm coming to the creative table, mm-hmm. I've already done the research, okay. right? And so now it's just kind of putting compartmentalizing and putting things in order. Which is hard for me to do. I think the hardest thing for me to do is is focus. So mm-hmm. once I'm focused, I'm focused on nothing else, right? So I don't ha- I don't know if there's anything that I necessarily do um I just I just start and then I just allow myself if, if you want to change it I'm flexible right mm-hmm. so if I want to change something or or nick something <clears throat> I'm flexible in the fact that I'm gonna do that mm-hmm. okay. so that makes sense that makes sense I like that what about you because you do a you do so many cre- your creativity is like. Off the charts. I I wouldn't even... If if I were to compare myself to you, I would say I am not creative at all. You are creative. Your creativity is off the charts. I'm like, how did you make that? What
0: was the vision for that? Because you really
1: visualized
0: things. Yes. I'm a very big visual person. And so when I'm creating, a lot of times when I'm doing my artwork, Mm -hmm. my earrings, and things like that, I dream of the colors. So Ah. the colors will come I'm doing something I, I don't even know what I'm dreaming about but it'll be like turquoise and brown turquoise and gold or blue white and add yellow and so I wake up and I always have a notepad and I'll just write those whatever colors okay that I was dreaming about I'll just write them down and go back to sleep and so okay. then I will pull out those colors in front of me on on my art table. Okay. And I just kind of look at them. And then I just start, just start like, let's do this. And then I'll put three blues and white and then a dab of yellow. And then I'll just start like trying to make a design or something. So I'm, I'm very visual when it comes to that, when it comes to... Like preparing for the podcast or Mm -hmm. doing any kind of literary work or doing my uh, vision board journal Mm -hmm. or my um, yearly planner. It was a lot of writing things down, what I want on page one, what I want on page two. So I guess it's similar to mapping, Mm -hmm. but I I need to write it down first so I can see. So again, I'm visual. Yeah. I can see and tactical because I'm, I'm I need to touch things, right? So I need to see what it's gonna look like. Then I go to Pinterest or somewhere okay. else, and then I look at like pictures of different things to give me inspiration. Okay. I don't like that. I like that, and then I just dive right in. Okay,
1: okay. I love that because it's because you create so many different things. Yeah,
0: from
1: beautiful earrings to keychains to bookmarks to paintings to um coasters. I mean it's 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 not like one genre of right. thing. Right? right. It's so many different things.
0: Which is why when I created creative ideas, mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be creative art. Creative right. paintings. I wanted it to be creative ideas because it was whatever popped out yeah. of this head. That's what I was going to produce. And so it's hard for when I'm doing my markets, like they want to know like, where, what genre are you? Oh, you're just art. And it's like, no, I've got literary stuff. I've Mm -hmm. got coasters. I've Mm -hmm. got earrings. I've got bookmarks. I've got paintings. I've got resin trays. Mm -hmm. So it could be home decor. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'm in a whole, like I'm across the board. Right. Right. Exactly. A little random, but hey. So talking about our creativity, we have a reason why we're, we're going on and on about this. And, um, one of the things is that Miss Taylor here is the author of this wonderful book. Oh, wow. Okay. Zooming in. The Adventures (laughs) of Jack and Riley. And I'm sure it was backwards on there, but, um. Are you I love that. I, I know. know. <laughs> it's so fancy it is. So fancy. <laughs> and so, tell me, what made you decide to sit down and write this gorgeous book? Because I love it.
1: So, I think at it's so cute. first, right? It's so cute. Um, it was just an idea. You mm-hmm. know, I, we and you know this. We we've always worked with kids on mm-hmm. some level, and, and at least in the initial part. Uh, or for the initial part of my career, right? But I still have a love for that. I serve on a bunch of different boards, and so I I always work with a kids organization, something like that. So um, I really, truly believe in social, emotional learning for kids and just the things that, you know, you've had to deal with when you work with kids, right? Mm -hmm. Things that I've had to deal with. And so I was in a relationship, and um, my significant other at the time had a son, and I was like, I've never really had—I've uh, dated people with kids, I not mean, like, serious, right? Mm-hmm. And this was like serious. I'm like, how do I bond with this kid? And what if he doesn't like me? So, uh, my first book uh, from the Jackson Riley uh, series was uh, Jackson Riley meet their their little their their big brother, mm-hmm. right? And so the book was all about us kind of forming our relationship, mm-hmm. um, me and him outside of the relationship with me, him, and his dad—just me and him. Mm-hmm. And um, we did it, th- and it was, I was like, we did it through just my dogs, right? He didn't deal with me at all. But we got close because of my dogs. Mm-hmm. And sometimes kids have issues that we've, we've heard, mm-hmm. right? Some severe issues. Um, and they don't want to talk about it, but they will talk about it through other people, not them. Like, well, my dog did this, or mm-hmm. I had a classmate. And, and so I said, well, what if kids got to express themselves like that? but through dogs, because kids love dogs, mm-hmm. right? I can't say that every kid loves cats, but they love dogs, mm-hmm. right? And so that's kind of where I started the process, um, just being able to give kids a voice, but if they didn't want to share their personal stories, um, they can say, oh, well, this is what the dogs are doing. right? And as I've done different, like, book signings and things like that, kids, you wouldn't believe how much they open up you wouldn't believe how much they open up listening when to these stories. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. and it's like, oh, 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 I, yeah, I have a, I have a, um, a foster brother, and he was really mean to, to me when we first, and I never understood why, but mm-hmm. yeah, now, now I get it, you know?
0: That's cool.
1: And so, uh, so yeah, so that's, that was, was kind of like my, and I've always wanted to write a children's book, but I didn't know what it would be. Mm. You know? And so, it was a, Really, really was a homage to, to my two dolls that are my kids. Awesome.
0: You know? So you you talked about Jackson Riley meeting their brother mm-hmm. and then foster care. So how many books are in the series? So right now there's two. I actually okay. have a book that's finished. Okay.
1: Um, I just don't know if I'm going to release that or wait to do another book. Um, since when my dolls recently passed away a few months ago. Riley, Um, I I don't know if I want to do uh, the third book in the series on you know kids dealing with death, Um, because the death of a dog is hard on a family, and so so I I have not gotten the courage to write it yet. Mm. So,
0: but yeah. So will the books continue to be Jackson Riley, or if you write the book about? A, a death of a family member like how how have you thought about that or you just kind of you
1: know put that in a box for right now so i think if i did the third book it would still be the adventures of jacks and riley mm-hmm. um but i think if i did a fourth book um it would be the adventures of jacks mm-hmm. okay
0: so and mm-hmm. I
1: because i, I want to stay true to right you know what 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 this is or um, I don't know because I've been kind of kicking around. Maybe I keep it the Adventures of Jackson Riley, and that's like his heavenly brother that he sees oh, and he plays that's with. That's cool. cool. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. Because when you did your book signings, you would bring them with you. That's yeah. why I was asking. She would have mm-hmm. the dogs there so that people could actually meet um, Jackson and Riley. Yeah, at the book signing. So I just didn't know how you would.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think if I did that, that would probably be. Kind of like how I I continue the installments, right? Um, That maybe he's like his heavenly brother, his Mm. playmate. And so they still have these adventures. Right. But one is, you know, here on Earth and one is, you know, on the other side. So
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So we've got two books. So let let them know where they can get these. So there's two books. The first
1: book is The Adventures of Jackson Riley. Uh, Jackson Riley meet their new brother, um, and then the second book is uh, Jack Came from Frosting and Cake, and it's all about um, them celebrating Jackson being adopted into the family, um, but he was in foster care. So the play on frosting and cake and frosting in, in foster care is kind of how kids sometimes don't always understand the word, and so they they get it confused.
0: Oh, that's cute. Um,
1: so, so really quick, so this book is about Jax getting extra frosting this one time a year mm-hmm. on his cupcake, right? Oh, and okay. Riley doesn't understand okay. why Jax gets extra frosting Got it. and why are we having... Cup- they just know that once a year, Mom gives them these cupcakes, and Jax always has extra frosting.
0: The
1: extra frosting. I get it. That's yeah. so cute. So, um... It's all about you know him being adopted, and so she tells, so mom tells the story of how how angry he was, how anxious he was. Um, if you flip through it, you can see like the he's outside the house, he's in he's inside the house. There's one page. Oh, this was this is the page um, where most kids get really really sad because he went to one house, they didn't want him. He went to another house, they didn't want him. He like went to another care. house, like foster mm-hmm. care, and now he's back in a cage. No family. Yeah, sure. yeah, absolutely. No family. Um, How cute. And so... I mean, it's sad. Yeah, it, it, it's sad until, you know, he, he gets adopted. So he's, like, really angry. He doesn't want to share his food. He doesn't want to play. Right? You know Jackson, so that's so him. <laughs> and that's
0: so Jackson. It's so him.
1: Um, and so... And, and it's, that's so... Jackson gets the... He gets the, uh, the f- extra frosting because he came from foster care.
0: Mm. And those
1: blank pages are just... You know I, I there's a blank page in all of my kids' books and both of my kids' books. Um, two things you will notice every character will always have a heart above their hair.
0: Oh, I see that because okay.
1: yes, at that to, to me the the heart is, the heart is the heart of family, right So mm-hmm. um, but there's always a blank page with no words on it and that's for the kids to actually write inside the books and write what they think that the characters might have been thinking that's or so saying. Good. Um, and at the end of this book, there's questions to kind of, you know, summarize, you know, for the kids' comprehension, right? Because mm-hmm. I want them to have a good time reading the book, but I also want them to, um, what did you comprehend from the book? So that's what that book is about. So you can get this book on Amazon. Um, you can also find it on uh, barnesandnobles.com as well. So you can find that book and the other book on Amazon and barnesandnobles.com.
0: Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you.
1: That's amazing. Yeah, I wrote the first one in 2017. I wrote that one in 2018. So it's been it's been a few years actually. Mm-hmm. So it might be time for it's me to yeah. do the second and the the third installment. Yeah. Okay. So enough about enough about me. Let's talk about because I am a self published author. Right. Right. You, ma'am, just recently published your first like book book. That's not, like, a journal or anything like that. Right. Uh, Not a low-content book, but your first book. So, look at this. I love it. It's called Soccer Mom. Okay? Soccer Mom. All Mm -hmm. right? And I love the cover. I love... Look at her. she looks so cute. She looks so cute. Um, And there's pictures on the inside of kind of, like, you playing soccer with your team and your mom. Correct. And all these all of these, these different women who have different walks of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not, I mean, there's different ethnicities. And, okay. you know, just so, and, and we all have a different walk as, as you know, soccer moms, right? Mm-hmm. As a soccer mom. So tell me about this book, your inspiration behind it. I love it, love it, love it already. Uh, and then talk to me a little bit about the the process of having someone else publish. Because I, I really want to get into these titles, but I'm going to let you tell me about the book okay. first.
0: So um, I want to say back in 2019, I was getting ready for my mom's 70th birthday mm-hmm. and I had the idea of doing a slideshow for my mom of okay. all of her like soccer life because mm-hmm. soccer has been a major part of her life since I was young. And in doing so, I was like, Mom, you need to tell your story. You need to tell your story. And she was like, eh, no, I don't really want to tell my story. And I w- she was like, you know, it is what it is. It's not that big a deal. And I was like, no, like, you're the ultimate soccer mom. Mm-hmm. And she was like, eh. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Like, to tell the story mm-hmm. of playing soccer and being a mom. And on top of all of that. I play on a team that's called the Tough Mothers.
1: Oh, And
0: okay. in the beginning, when I first started playing, um, the moms that were playing on the team, my mom had been playing on that team, decided to, their kids were old enough to play. Okay. So they decided to start bringing their daughters. So then it was like a mother-daughter team. Mm-hmm. And there was like six, five or six mother-daughter players on on this team and so that was kind of the inspiration obviously my mom who got me started in playing soccer Mm -hmm. um was the key point of like how I got started Mm -hmm. and then a play on words with the soccer mom because everyone hears the term soccer mom and you think of you know the big suburban or the van Mm -hmm. and it opens up Mm -hmm. and all the kids run out well you come on Sundays to our game, and the SUV pulls up, and all these ladies come out in mm-hmm. soccer gear, and we have our kids with us, and they're on the sideline, and they're playing with each other, mm-hmm. and that's just—I love it. That's our story. And let me tell you, you all get—I mean,
1: you all are playing soccer. They're—they're they're not just out there just like oh, it's soccer. No, they're getting injured, right? They—they yes. they are trying to. Make their points. We are competitive. They're, they're very competitive. It's
0: a competitive league. Yes. Yeah. There's been injuries. Um, some uh, While playing soccer, a leg may have gotten broken. I'm not saying I broke the leg. <laughs> but I'm saying that there was a collision and a leg broke. And I was one of the two and my leg wasn't broke. So, I mean, it can get... They say it's a non-contact sport, but it's very aggressive and yeah. there's a yeah. lot of contact.
1: I, I mean, I, I believe that. And yeah. so you're balancing being a mom, but also it's like this is the time that these soccer moms take for themselves. Mm-hmm. And the regular time of soccer mom is not really you taking time for yourself. It's you driving around this kid to drop off at ballet. Right. This kid's got to go to soccer. And by the time you jump off the third... Kid to go somewhere else, and you're right back around to pick up to the pick next up kid. The like yep. it's like, when do you have time for yourself? And this yep. is this is these soccer moms are making time for themselves, and they're doing it on the soccer field. Right,
0: that's
1: right. I love and
0: it. I will say, uh, the cover was created by my son. He drew it, so that's pretty cool. And that's, I love it. He drew us on the cover. So. I love it. I
1: love it. Yeah, I love it, and that's why it looks so realistic.
0: Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. The both of you, right? I love it because that's his rendition. Like, he Mm -hmm. took a couple of pictures, but then, you know, that's, like, how he saw it. Yeah, that's how he sees you. So, yeah.
1: So, so the inspiration behind this was, like, your mom and the time that she's taken. Even though she's been a busy mom, Mm -hmm. worked on two degrees, you know, and wasn't just at a job, but you know was a powerhouse at a job mm-hmm. and had a lot of responsibility and helping to you know helping you with your son being a grandma there yeah and, and a great wife and just supporting you mm-hmm. you know
0: yeah. and she pulled me into this world because sports have always been a big part of mm-hmm. our family and so she was like after I had my son she said no you need to do something and I've, I've I always consider myself a baller. So I was like, oh, I'll just go play basketball. And Mm -hmm. it's like, the leagues aren't readily around. Like Uh, there are soccer leagues. Like there's soccer leagues all over, but basketball leagues are few and far between for adults. And so this was just the natural progression to the next one. Okay. So speaking of, you know,
1: soccer mom and and the natural progression and uh, of what you all do, you break this book down to who you are as well. I'm an athlete. I'm a family. I'm a mama. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we jump into another question, I have for you, I, you said your the title of your your team was Tough Mamas. Tough, tough t- mothers. Tough mothers. Yes. M okay. U T H A S. Tough mothers. Okay. <laughs> so what is that? So how how did that name come to me?
0: So I had nothing to do with the name. Um, our leader coach Anna Sparkman she's in this book and she's been playing soccer since I want to say 1976 so like wow since I was two years old and um kind of a similar story to my mom's you know they saw the kids out there playing and mm-hmm. the, the moms were like oh we could do that and they start kicking the ball around they decided to form a team and The story that Anna told me was that some other kids saw the moms playing Mm -hmm. and were like, Oh, y'all look like some tough mothers. And Anna was like, Oh, I love that. And so that's how the name started. So it really didn't have anything to do with like being a mom, but that's just how the other um, younger people saw these moms playing soccer. I'm like, Oh, look at them tough mothers. And I love that. Knowing Anna, she thought that was just so cute. And But when I first started playing on this team at 26, I thought that was the corniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm not telling anybody I'm a tough mother. But I love but it now. It,
1: but, again, it's another play on words, yes. right? Yes, yes. Um, because you got to be tough and you got to be mentally tough to, to, to do all the things that you all do. Mm-hmm. You know, work, be a mom, be all these different things, and then come out on the field. And you're not just going out on the field for exercise. Like, you're trying to win. Oh, yeah. Right? So, you, there's a lot of toughness that comes with that. Okay. So, one of the chapters in the book is titled, I'm Not a Goalie, But I Play One. Right. Okay. So, tell me about that.
0: So, my mom is the goalie. She's always been the goalie since I started playing. She used to play on the field. And um, she hurt herself multiple times: broke her wrist, broke her foot, had stitches, what have you. When I started playing with her, um, she had an injury, and we we're—I believe we were playing indoor—and they were like, "We need somebody to go in the goal box." And they—they they just assumed because my mom played goalie that, "Oh, well, Natasha can go in the goal box. She knows how to play." I was like, "I don't." Okay, so. They put me in the goal, it was horrifying, I did okay, and somehow I became her backup.
1: Okay, okay.
0: And then, um, when we started playing outdoor, they just, because I back, I played backup on mm-hmm. indoor, they were like, oh, well, Natisha, she's the backup okay. goalie. And somehow I just became the backup goalie for okay. my mother, and, um this past season i'm in our over 40s team i've become the goalie because my mom has isn't playing right now okay um due to illnesses and stuff but um so yeah so i made it a rule i said okay y'all score five goals i'm coming out of this goal box like somebody else has to be in here because i i I don't feel like i'm a goalie like i wasn't a trained Mm -hmm. goalie i'm used to playing on the field. I get nervous every time, yeah. you know, because I'm used to kicking the ball. And now all of a sudden you're in this yeah. place where, oh, you can pick it up. And I'm like, oh, crap, I can pick it up. And it's the whole thing. So I'm not a goalie. I just play one. Got it. Okay. That's I loved I it. Fun. Yeah. So unlike me,
1: I self-published, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it was a process. But it's a, it's a children's book, right? So mm-hmm. it's not, I think, the most... Sophisticated thing about a children's book is the pictures, right? The, the quality mm-hmm. of the pictures, how they draw you in. And I spent a, a really long time and a lot of money trying to find the right illustrator, mm-hmm. um, who I think did a beautiful job. He
0: did. They're but so the cute. same,
1: but the same illustrator initially, I was like, no, 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 that's not my vision. Let me, let me give it to you like this. And then once we sat down and we talked, um, he got it mm-hmm. right. Um, he got it and English is not his first language we actually I, he actually lives in Mexico City, Mexico and we met online and so we and this was before Zoom because remember this was 2017 mm-hmm. right so I, that's when I released my first book but I started working on it in 2016 mm. so all this video conferencing all that was not like what Everything. it is today so we I don't even know what platform we were on where we were able to video conference and I was able to show them pictures and say this is what I want my dogs and here's a picture of my dogs and all that mm-hmm. so the the most sophisticated thing about this was the pictures mm-hmm. right Um, so self-publishing is not difficult um, but if you're going to self-publish a children's book it's just a little more I think stressful than just publishing words you know so um but I self-published, nonetheless. I figured out where to go get the ISBN number. I hired a um, an illustrator, and then I hired a, um, a the person who you know edits. It I hired an editor. Mm-hmm. So, and then after that, it was just really about uploading and, and getting it out. And at the end of this, we're gonna if you are thinking about. Writing a book or anything like that, we're going to drop some nuggets on just how to get your books in libraries and get them placed. And anytime people are talking to me about children's books, because people still call me like, well, let me ask you this. How did you do this? And I give them nuggets on things that I learned along the way. Mm -hmm. But for you, um, you went with a publishing company. Correct. So I guess it's easy to say I I self-published because you did everything yourself. But if you were going with a publishing company, how did you know to go with the company you went with?
0: Because there are a lot of there's a lot out of there. companies out here. Um I went with 105 Publishing. Um I met with a couple of different publishing companies, a couple of different editors, and um I just felt really comfortable with 105. Um and what? they did a great job. They did a wonderful job. Yeah, I did um, job. they were communicated with me. <laughs> They've been checked in on me cuz there was a period where um, we were doing final edits, but my mom had a bunch of appointments mm-hmm. and just a lot of stuff that was going on and I kind of I kind of ghosted them.
1: Okay. Not
0: not purposely, but it was just like the book became I'm not ready to edit that. I'm not ready to look at that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I've got too many things going on, and so they're like, "Hey, like, is everything okay?" You know. Yeah. Um. So I like that. I like that they continue to check and wasn't just like, I, was, "I saw her when she's ready." She'll right. She'll let us know. But um, the reason because I was going back and forth with doing it myself or self-publishing. The reason why I did the publishing company was a couple of things. One, I had just released my planner. And it stressed me out, the formatting part, to Mm -hmm. get it on Amazon and Mm -hmm. everything. And I was just like, I don't want to deal with this. Um, You had told me about, oh, you can buy the ISBN in bulk Mm -hmm. and you can do this. I just didn't want to. Yeah. Like, bottom line, I just didn't want to do the copywriting. I I just didn't want to. And so looking into all the things that I needed to do to self-publish and then what they were going to do for me, I was like, hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with them. And I am a very creative person. And so when I started writing, I wrote my, I wrote, I mapped out, I outlined my chapters. Mm -hmm. But I didn't write my chapters in the order in which the book is. I wrote the chapter, I came home, the one, um, I'm a goalie, Mm -hmm. or I'm not a goalie, I just play one. I wrote that one night when I came home after losing a soccer game, and I was so frustrated because I felt like, here I am in this goal box, and if they score, that's not me. That's my fault. Like, mm-hmm. and then if we lose, that's my fault because I let the goals go in the goal, and I this is a big, a big um, responsibility, and I'm not even a goalie. I'm just here because my mom's not (laughs) in the goal. Like, I was so frustrated. that, And I was like, I'm not a goalie. I just play one. And I was like, oh. And I got my computer out and started typing. So that was, like, one of the chapters I wrote. And then it was like, oh, okay. But that's, like, chapter eight.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I got to go back to chapter four. So I didn't write in order. Okay. Um, I wrote the book, How I'm Talking to You Now, Mm -hmm. so my tenses were completely off, like, if I'm telling a story in the past, I was saying things, a present tense, and it needed to be past tense, and so I like the fact that I could just write it, and they made it pretty, and then send it to them, and they were like, and they were so nice about it, they were like, um, so the comment said, I think you mean... (laughs) Or do you mean? Yeah. And then sometimes I was like, no, that's how I want to say it. Yeah. I want to say, they be tripping. They be tripping. tripping. I know that is not grammatically <laughs> like, yeah, right. but that's what I want to say. That's what I want because to that's
1: say. what I said. Right.
0: Yeah. So I liked that part of it, um, where I could just get it down and then submit it, and then they would come back and, you know change things or tell me, okay, you're being redundant here or Mm -hmm. things like that. And so it made it a lot easier to just get it out. Yeah.
1: Just focus on the book and have them do the the dirty work. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my next question is, so with, with, um, the adventures of Jackson Riley, it probably took me, um, probably the whole process was about three months, right? For each book. (laughs) And the reason why is because I'm writing the whole book. Then Hector, my uh, illustrator, has to read the book, and then he has to really visualize what each
0: mm-hmm. picture. The panels, yeah,
1: right. And so then he has to come back with the pictures, and then I have to say, "Eh, I, I, let's tweak this here." And you know, there, there's two things in my in my in both my books, which will be throughout the series, however many books I continue to create. Um, there's a heart in the hair of all the characters no Mm -hmm. matter who they are there's a heart in their hair and there's also a blank page in case the kids want to redesign the story by just this one page they can talk about what they believe the characters on that page might be feeling Mm. or thinking so for me it was a three-month process before we even got to the point of now we gotta upload now they gotta Mm. send the book out right then i gotta approve the book and then I got to send it back, and then they got to say, this is the final. So right. it, it's it, that's probably about a four-month process. So with the publishing company, um, what was what was it in the, and that was for the second book. The mm-hmm. first book, you got to do all the research. Children's books, if you're thinking about writing the children's books, they normally have 32 pages, right? My first book didn't have that because I didn't know, right? Um, this one has 32 pages, but they always have like a minimum of 32 pages. That is kind of like the basic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with all the research, it took me months to, to do that. But working with a publishing company,
0: how long was that process? So, with the publishing company, it's really based on your completion of it. They could mm-hmm. complete this within a month. It. I reached out to the publishing company probably... Two months before I completed writing. Okay. Because I didn't want to finish writing and then be like, oh, now I have to find a publishing company. I wanted to know who was going to take care of my book or know yeah. if I was going to self-publish it. So I reached out to them two months ahead of time, talked about it. I gave them a sample of my writing. Okay. Um, so they... You know, they have to accept your book and say, yes, this is something Mm -hmm. we want to work with. Or, no, this is trash. Not that they would say that. Right. (laughs) You know, they have to say, yes, we want to publish your book. And so, after that, they were like, okay, whenever you're done, let us know. And then we'll move forward. Now, the editing and all of that stuff was really on me. And so, like I said, it probably took a couple of months. Okay. Only because there was a month where I didn't look at this book. The edits were there. They were waiting on me. And I was just doing other things. Okay. Um, When we finally got to the end, I approved the edits. They reviewed. I added a few things. They reviewed that. And then I wanted pictures in the back of the book. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to get... um, Photo releases from Mm -hmm. my teammates Mm -hmm. to put the pictures in there. And then the captions. And when they sent me it, the captions were off. So really the time frame was based on how quickly I worked. And I was not in a big rush. I was like.
1: Because you have a whole publishing team behind you. Yeah. So
0: would you recommend having your book finished and then looking for a publishing company? I would recommend finishing your book. Mm -hmm. And then looking or when you are a month or two out from finishing your book, mm-hmm. start interviewing because when you're done, there's a sense of urgency that you're like, OK, okay, okay. give it yeah. to me, give it to me. Like, I'm ready. Well, if you're starting as soon as you're finished, now you have to go into the vetting process. You have mm-hmm. to interview. Um, know that some publishing companies will publish your book. And then they take the royalties from your book for their payments. Got it. And then some companies you pay them to edit mm-hmm. and publish your book, and then all the royalties come to you. Mm-hmm. And so that's the route that I chose. Is that I wanted, I'll pay you up front, mm-hmm. and any royalties that come from the book, they come directly to me. Okay. 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 So, Good. yeah. So that was that was why one of the reasons why I chose them as well is because I didn't have to worry about like, oh, well, you're only getting 25 cent per Per book book because we published it. No, this is my book. So it's almost like self-publishing. Yeah, you just went through a, a team to publish it for right. you. Now all you have to do is
1: order it Right. when you do book signings or, or whatever. Like that. Okay, so I've done a few book signings, mm-hmm. right? And I think I haven't done one I think yet. they're super fun. You're going to have to help me. I, my, my best book signing that I did, I was in Atlanta, Georgia, um, and I sold out every single last book I had at the table. Every wow. single last book I sold out. Um, I was so mad because I was like I should have bought more books mm-hmm. because I literally was like well this is my display book mm-hmm. and you can have it and one book I was like well this is my notes book so I, I've written notes in it so you you know but so they're fun and I used to love taking Jackson Riley because that was fun mm-hmm. um, so when are you planning your first book signing
0: so um, the book is being uploaded to Amazon, um, okay. Barnes and Noble and I think uh, Google Okay. The Google bookstore. And once the accounts are active, because like Barnes and Noble have to review mm-hmm. your application and blah, 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 which it shouldn't take more than a week or so. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to start promoting it. Okay. So when we're filming this, um, nobody knows about this book. And so I, this podcast will come out after all of my um, links and everything are up okay. so that when it comes out. You guys can go get the book and read it, right? I love
1: it. I love it. And I and I can't wait wait to read it. So if you are thinking about writing your own book, whether it be a children's book like I wrote or, you know, adult um, fiction, right? Is it fiction or not fiction? It's, I guess it's like a memoir. Okay. Or memoir, right? Yeah. Um, the best thing that your family members and friends can do for you is call their local libraries. They have to have a library card. So if they don't, make sure they have a library card in the cities that they live in and request your book. When they request your book um, as a card holder of that library, that library will order this book for them. And then, guess what? Your book is now in the library. So it can be in all the libraries as long as your family members request this book. And when the book comes in, they will just need to come and pick up the book, check it out, Right. And then check it back in for mm-hmm. other people to enjoy it. So um, that's kind of my tip on being a published author. That was the one thing that I had to do. Um, just make sure you sign up. Do, do some fun book signings at the library. Um, do some fun stuff, because for me, this was a passion project, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but if you really, really want to sell some books, put yourself out there. Um, either self-publish. If you don't have the time, guess what? There are companies out there
0: that can help you with this,
1: right? I think that that might be the route that I go uh, the next time, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Any tips for you before we go?
0: I mean, because I'm so new to this, just uh, have fun with it. Um, Make sure that you allow your creativity to flow out onto the pages. Be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself with errors and mistakes and things like that. And don't let any negative and intrusive thoughts prevent you from completing your book, your task, your project that Mm -hmm. you're working on.
1: Absolutely. Don't adopt other people's fear of what you're doing. um, And don't adopt other people's doubt. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And remember to be unapologetically You. you. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoy seeing our faces. Make sure you go out and get Soccer Mom and the Adventures of Jackson Riley. And we will... Oh, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, look, move. It's my turn.
1: And we'll see you next time. Thanks again for tuning in and always supporting Sisters with Voices.
0: All right. All right.
1: Bye.